0: Hi hey there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film The Glitch that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about, with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Bernadette Garvin describes herself as an empathic, intuitive, medical psychic, medium, and healer. She trained as a certified angel card reader, angel intuitive, and certified angel practitioner. In addition to being a Reiki healer, mindfulness coach, creative art therapist, laughter coach, and crystal energy healer, Bernadette Garvin is a registered psychotherapist and a counselor. As a registered nurse, her expertise is in oncology and psycho-oncology, bereavement and loss, sudden death and suicide. Today, she combines it all by channeling angelic messages and by giving guidance and healing from an open heart of unconditional love and compassion for all. Our movie is about this woman who comes out of prison and doesn't feel that she deserves an angel's help. Mm-hmm. And you're, the way you are approaching this, this work that you do, I mean, you're bringing in your the psychotherapy and the power of the angels, and we have so much that we want to do with moving that message, our message, your message out into the world. I'm just can't, I mean, I could hardly stand it because when I heard about that you were working in this way with really, I mean, you have such an incredible message of hope to offer women all over the world who are victimized and feel victimized and we want to bring that kind of angel therapy with psychotherapy to shelters and to okay. prisons.
1: I am a survivor. I got yeah. out of my life. Yeah. And um, I do self care workshops, body, mind, and spirit, the whole lot combined. Uh-huh. And I do that. My word, I suppose, well, would be hope and empowerment. They're my words. Because uh-huh. I've been there and, like, Show or like I'm doing bits of books, but my own book, which I started in 2009, is on hold. When that comes out, my journey has been I'm a light worker, but I'm a wounded healer, so I've had experienced lots of pains, abuse on every level not just in my marriage, but in family in different scenarios, and that's. That's, that, you can't get it in the book, if you understand what I mean, or in a college. I just lived it. And so I have a sense of it. So I keep evolving to try and help other people. My, my goal isn't money. Yeah. not my God. It's to reach. It's like I, I have loads of training done with Dory Virtue and all that, but it's to reach. It comes from my heart. I'm genuine. That's what I, I describe myself, so genuine and humble. And. To come from my heart and reach women that are in places, like that's what I did when I came out of my marriage. I used to go into homes and take women out to shelters oh, and stuff like Bernadette. that.
0: Oh, Bernadette. Oh, Bernadette. Let's talk about your childhood. Let's talk about, tell us, where did you grow up? What was your
1: relationship with angels in your Animals, childhood? And an age, see, I'm an only and, girl. Ah, okay. Like, so I grew up with dominant male-dominant family. Yes. Like my book coming out, the book that's coming out, I'm co-author for this, it's Warrior... Women with angel wings—that's yes. my kind of my life. That's the part of my life. The second sequel to that book will be my spiritual kind of a path. But I grew up in a male dominant family where, in Ireland, the girl was kind of the second class one. Since sure. I live with my granny, so I always grew up alone because I had never since had a connection with my family. So animals were my key, and I always knew I had a gift. But as a child, you know how you're afraid to tap into. But I never—I always felt, even in the loneliest times, I always felt I was protected. There was somebody there. And I suppose then went on into the caring profession. Again, I knew, but I didn't tap into it. It wasn't until 2009 when I died. I died, uh, got drowned, and was resuscitated and brought back oh, three my. days of my life. I don't know. I haven't ever shared this publicly, you know. Oh, my God. Burned and, death. Um, oh,
0: my God. Tell, wait, back up a little bit. Where were you? Can you describe it a little bit?
1: Yeah, I survived um, a near-death experience. Or actually somebody that found me I've never found them to this day and I believe it was my garden angel and when that happened to me I went to uh, like I'm quite emotional about this I went to a place of white light a most beautiful place oh, I can only say I didn't want to come back here it was so gorgeous and yeah. uh, there was this beautiful like a white tunnel and white beans and mm. all I was doing it was just drawn to it I was being pulled to it mm. and I just didn't want to come back from there mm-hmm. and then um after that, I woke up in an intensive care unit, and I really didn't want to be there. I wanted to go back to where I was, but I realized today my life has been a lot of pain, a lot of um, hurt, and maybe people that I loved let me down. But I have work to do because there's a lot more people out there like me. And that's why like I do a radio show. It wasn't to get readings and stuff like that, and I kind of taken on the show, and I do a lot of interviews now, and that. Yes, but describe the title of your show, please, and when exactly. It, well, we do. I, I'm on Angelic Williams Radio. They've also got Earth Angels of the World as their group, mm-hmm. and they're a psychic call-in show live, mm-hmm. where we do live readings and that on air. And I, I'll tell you how I got there. About just last, like I come with a, a very academic background, four specialities in nursing. My life has been working with death and dying on a daily basis. I've had the experience myself and survived. So death doesn't fear me. The people I work with, I work with people who are cancer victims, mm-hmm. who are trying to fight to live. That was my nursing job.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: have to say that when people were die or were terminal, I always seemed to be there. Or they wanted me to be there. Mm-hmm. And I have some amazing stories around that. And then, on the other hand, I worked as a psychotherapist and counselor with suicide survivors and families who had lost someone. Suicide, so two very tough areas.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then to go on to the radio show. So I was doing that, and my friend in uh, in New York said, you know, why don't you, you call in and get a reading from Angela Wellam's radio, which I did. And, uh, when I called up the psychic that did the reading for me was a lady called Marion Carriere from, in Canada. And she said, Bernadette, it's about time you came out of the closet about your angels. Cause I'm just an average person, right? That's what she said to me, right? Uh, and so kind of in some way it gave me the confidence of whatever to do. Cause I paint, I paint angels and, and you know, I have my first deck of cards coming out, but they're quirky. They're little caricatures, mm-hmm. but they're my, take on oh I can't angel.
0: wait to see them yeah I can't they're different. wait to see them oh um, so great
1: but I started painting them after she told me that on the show uh-huh. I, people started reaching me from all over the world no, I have one little angel yeah people <laughs> from but look I would have never considered myself a medium I knew I had a connection with angels and that but all of a sudden people start connecting and I mean I'm talking people who what follows me is trauma a lot of people, victims of trauma. Oh God! To yes, which uh, on to be re-murder and different things. And I actually helped them, and like uh, from there, I have, I have thousands of followers. Like I set up the Angels of Hope group, and that has grown in the last two weeks, about thirteen days. It's gone from four thousand to nine and a half.
0: Legions of people around the world. I listened to your show on Angelic Realms Radio, and I was. Very moved by the fact that you are offering prayers for a woman in Turkey and for someone in India and you are, um, they're finding you.
1: Just to let you know, when I was training as a psychotherapist, the hardest thing for me was I'm a very, I'm an intuitive, empathic medical psychic. So I actually really feel another person. I, 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 I cry people's tears and it's very profound. But so when I was training as a psychotherapist, I was like slapped on the wrist and slapped on the fingers because you can't. I would, somebody would sit in front of me and they might come about, they had a fight with their husband. And I'd know in my heart and my gut, this woman is a victim of abuse. Or, you know, it just would come to me. I had that that really sense. So in that sense, as a psychotherapist, I have guidelines and stuff I maintain in that. But I do spiritual work and healing work with people, victims. Like I have a a meditation class I started two years ago, drop in. And started with five ten, and I didn't charge but five euro, which is nothing. It just about paid my rooms and then it went up to like twenty five and it was ongoing, never closed I think only missed like two days for two years over its ongoing two years, and all of those women would have been women that were just everyday women that had suffered but never got a break and in that class, we did healing, we did meditations where we connected with our garden angels. I do a very profound uh, cutting of the ties, but I do it through a creativity where we, we do a meditation. We bring in Archangel Michael for the protection, Raphael for healing,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Gabriel for messages. And they draw, they draw, and they draw what they want to release. And I interpret oh. it for them oh. with the angels. Mm. And then we do a healing. I use a, a humming ball for clearing energy,
0: mm.
1: and we use a white rose for clearing energy. So we do a lot of healing work like that. I do it in a one-to-one. I take them out then in a one-to-one. In a separate room, and we go through what has come up, you know. Mm -hmm. And same on on, on online, people who reach to me, like you said, that woman from India and Turkey. All over the world, I could have like three to five hundred messages in my inbox every day in my messenger. People just crying out, everyday people, and I like loads of people on, on radio shows and that, they're going to people that are trained. I want to reach the person on the street that maybe can't read or write. Yeah. And those are the type of people that are coming to me. And, I, and, I, and like your movie, I think, is a huge, huge opening for that. Everybody oh. deserves that break or, or that angel just to get them through. So I bring Michael. I work with Michael. And in yes. my rooms, I've got three angels. Michael for the protector and the healing. And I had um, I did a cut into ties myself at one stage, and I actually was on a therapy bed with a the therapist. And it was a relationship that I had gone into. And it just finished for no reason. It was just a guy panic. But I had the sense of this huge man in the room. And I thought it was, I said, the woman, she's got her husband in here. I I don't feel safe. Mm. And But then I realized it wasn't. It was Michael. So I actually had this massive man in the room with me, like a silhouette. But I knew it was Michael. And I know I'm always protected. And I always bring him in. And I always bring Raphael in, coming with the healing profession. I kind of work more so with those three than anybody else, you know, because people identify with them. But I bring in the other angels too. But those are my three. They're my my knights in shining armor. They're my wings. If that makes sense.
0: Uh, You know, as a psychotherapist, you talk with people about relationships and what happened in the past. But I I I I really get a sense from you that you bring in healing from a profound. Mm -hmm. Place first as a human being with incredible compassion, as a human being who survived, and then as this person who's a conduit for the angels.
1: And put it like this um, um, I don't bring to anybody something I haven't experienced myself. Yeah. And as a healer and a light worker, there's things I can't explain, but I know it and the people feel it, like I can put my hands on somebody and they feel my that I have a healing ability. I can't explain why. I just know I have it and they know. So when I work as a therapist, that's verbal, okay? Mm-hmm. And pe- not everybody has a voice. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has a voice. Wow, that is um, an incredibly profound statement. <gasps> yeah, because... Oh, bless so, you, bless you. Yeah, not, not everybody has a voice. So... How I work and how the angels work through me. Like the angels channel to me a sense of hope, and my sense is that's what I have to give to people because I've been down there, and I find in my life journey I help a lot of people, and you find that those people they move on and you meet more people. That's just the way it it is. But I find the common. I pray every day when I when I when I I work with somebody. I say I ask the angels to come into my head, down into my heart and come through my hands to bring healing of some sort. Um, And they never let me down, you know. So nobody, not everybody has a voice. Okay, so therefore, sitting with somebody who's a psychotherapist, that may not be the method for you. So when I do creativity, some people heal through that. Some people heal through prayer. I'm always looking or searching, I say, outside the box to bring... So you'll see I have loads and loads and loads of training. But it's to bring it all together to help everybody. But ultimately... I don't do the angels guides me through it. If that makes sense, of course, just come through me.
0: What I love about what you're doing now is that you're combining your understanding of social services, your understanding of the process of actually getting out. I, I, I'm so moved and excited to meet you to see how organic and intuitive but it's you're a licensed psychotherapist you're a nurse you work with survivors you work with cat i mean i so love what you do bernadette i feel so Mm -hmm. honored to meet you at this stage and i will do everything i can to
1: bring you to people i love what you do Thank the way you. I look at it is I'm a conductor, a facilitator. The yeah. angels channels through me. And yes. like what you're talking about, just if people don't know, is I am a, a survivor of abuse, and violence on every level. You name it, I've been there. And um it was that, uh, I suppose, when I was in that abusive marriage and things were really d- difficult, it was Archangel Michael came into my life at that time, you know, and, um, at that time, I'd say my, I had two children. And like, this is years of, I was, been married two years. And, um, the abuse, I suppose, started shortly after I got married. I became the person who owned me. But in all that time, my faith and my angels is what got me kind of through it. And then when children came along and the abuse started, the first, my oldest daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: my last, uh, vision, I have to be mindful because my, uh, ex is still alive, you know, and, 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 and I, and I have, I can honestly say I feel for that man today and I have compassion for him, not in an unconditional loving way, but I forgive them, you know, but it's still for me, the memories live on. But, um, my daughters, when it came to an incident, when in violent attack, he flung something at me, a metal container that took the nail clear off my thumb. And, cause I had tried to perfect my face. And I had a five, a four-year-old who grabbed him to try and protect me. And then a one-year-old who tried to protect her. Aww. And that's, that's where I came from. And that's, that instant I made up my mind that I had to leave. But it took a long time before I could get out after that. I had to do proper things. But I had a, a little statue of Archangel Michael, you know, a little, little, little thing that I always carried with me. And also a prayer of Archangel Michael. And those were like my, they were my, I didn't have, Anyone, I was in a foreign country and I know many people I had his family there who weren't supportive. Well, one of them. And I had to get out. So I did get out of, of, of the United States with a group called Women in Crisis. It was a very, very frightening time. Um, a traumatic time. And it took me years and years and years to get over it. And I still, like recently when that person perpetrator came back into this country, mm. it brought me right back. But, um, during that time when I came out of it, what helped me was helping other women. I did live radio show on how my ex addiction and that impacted on my life and the violence. And we set up with a group here called Hope House to help the, the, the perpetrator and women's aid to help women that were in difficult places. I used to go into homes and bring women out, put my own life at risk. But at the time... There was nothing there for me. Doctors wanted to give you pills, you know. Nobody understands unless you've walked in the footsteps. And the funny thing is today, but I have to say also, it's not just women, it's men. I was asked to be in a book here in Ireland, but I know men that have been abused just as much as I have, and it goes right across the board, men and women. But I suppose women in general, because there's more, seems to be more women, because men don't talk about it. But men do get abused as well in, 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 in any kind of relationship. So, I, um, the angels work with me and I know the journeys I've been on, like the painful experience I've been through. They, that happened so I can be where I am today and, um, bring the message to people that there is a sense of hope, that, you know, look, I, I used to post angel cards every single, every week after that lady on the radio show. I used to post them and start posting them on Facebook and stuff like that, but it wasn't the angel cards. It was my words. Because I give a word of hope, I try and simplify the language so not the average person can read it. And like I said, they keep coming and coming and coming from across the globe. Oh, and, um, brilliant! You know, so it's I don't know if it makes sense.
0: Of course, it makes sense. Of course, it makes sense. What is your What is your life like now? Tell me. I mean, not to get into too many details, but no, no. are your daughters are grown? this
1: the f- the funniest thing I suppose is my life for the first time in my life I'm on my own because there's just been me and my two my two daughters and I, yeah, and both of them have emigrated to Australia, oh. which was huge for me, and that's within the last six or eight months um and it's like wow, I can do my work now, so hence I have my angel cards coming out, which have been designed since last year. I have actually five sets of designs this is my angel cards, and I have mm. one this one. I haven't, I'm getting ready to go on fairies as well, because that's my happy side. All well, the angels are too. And I have, uh, one on nature and I have one on the medical setting that's coming out as well.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, oh my
1: goodness. Yeah, was, uh, uh, yeah. So there's a lot coming out, but my angels, are, my daughters are left. I mean, and I'm happy for them because we're very connected and they're very much like me. They're big hearts. But, um, now I can do my, I feel I, feel I can do, now is my, my ter- journey to do, to do my work. And that's, that's what I want to do. And like, Mm -hmm. I have angel prayers coming out as well. And that's, um, the angel prayers are just for the average person. Little tiny prayers and guidance for anything that happens in your life. And I have, there's like 50 in each little book and I'll have a second one to follow up with another 50. My angel cards are hand painted by me. Like, they're, they're quirky. And it's funny, when I paint, um, I paint with them in mind that I know, like, they're, like, they're animated. (laughs) <laughs> somebody will connect with them and every single one I used to post one or two on the internet everyone I posted some of them has adopted them but it's not always someone passed on it's somebody living and um, one woman contacted me from Brazil and South America who was one of the caricature has her she sent me her granddaughter and when you looked at them you could see the face and everything but if you look at my pictures I painted them with um not with paint they're done with um, like uh, acrylics and that and mm. If you look at the eyes, and I didn't do this, the eyes are just, when you zoom in on them, I'm going to say, look at the eyes, because the eyes are just, they're just lifelike. And like, they took on that of themselves, you know what I mean?
0: What is your Facebook page? So people can join your group and know when your cards are coming out and your books are coming out. What is your
1: Facebook? Okay. Yeah. Okay. My, uh, my private page, well, my... I don't really use it. It's it, it's everybody's page. My my personal page is Bernadette Garvin, and that's spelled G-A-R-V-I-N. Okay. There's about 4,500 people on that. Lovely. And then I have Angels of Hope, and like I said, there's 9,500 on that. Oh, it's brilliant. And, I'm so happy. Yeah, and then I have Angels Watch Over You Through Sickness, and that was for cancer patients. And, like, I suppose Angel of Hope has took over more, but that was kind of to give them some of my cancer feedback. But that's got about maybe... Not close and a thousand people is not that long up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but I also have a website which has been designed and that's, I will get it to you. The, it just has to be transferred from one domain onto the other. And on that it's got all of my workshops because I have um, there's about 10 or 15 different, no, there's 10 different features on there. One is on my angelic side. The other one is my angelic combined with my psychotherapy, the different healings that I do. Oh my goodness. And the goodness. different workshops I do. So goodness. that's great. And it's huge. There's a lot. of There's free meditations in there. Oh, so I get that. You know, there's a lot. And there's a blog in there as well. And there's a shop in there where they can actually look and get my, I also make angel jewelry. That's another thing I do. Beautiful. I mean, like I, creativity is my niche and the angels. And I guess they, they give me gifts. Um, and um, I'm very thankful for that. You know, it's like I said, I'm I, the angels do the work. I'm just their conductor, their facilitator. Let's talk
0: about the message that the angels, the consistent message that the angels have for us around the world at this time.
1: The sense of hope, unconditional love and respect and regard for others. Like it's the core conditions, Rogerian right, core conditions. Just respect, love, and hope. I really feel that needs to be out there. And looking out for each other, it's mm. not about what you have. And for me, when I meet somebody, I never judge somebody. Who am I to judge somebody else? It's what that other person, how they treat me. And I think if we all just looked at that, and were a bit more humble in our divine presence, mm. I feel the world would be a better place. I don't know if that answers your question, but I just feel love, respect, and hope. People really need that across the globe, and they need the angels. you see an angel I'm even out my main thing. The angels to me bring hope that's the difference. they bring hope like I have people who didn't believe in angels. I have one particular person who was on couple groups and was kind of you know seemed to be lost, and I asked her, was she okay and now she's kind of follows me, but I can see her emerging, and she just saw something on the internet and she loves it's just people need to be aware of it, that there is something, they are protected, they are born with angels, and the yeah. angels are with them, that the presence always with them, and that they're never alone, and how to tap into that, or how to embrace that, it, it doesn't have to be a big, major thing, it can be something simple, as what they hear, like how you, what you hear, what you see, the messages you read, just to teach them and educate them, that they're not just messages, that they're actually sent from the divine, and from the angels around them.
0: Mm-hmm. And what is it that keeps people from
1: connecting? What is it that we do? From not connecting with their angels? Yeah. Well, for me, for example, coming from a profound medical background, um, I suppose I was slow initially to just go down the angel route. That was my plan. But life actually took me out of my job. I got hurt during the fire and I went into the angel work then. And it's, it's a belief within yourself. And it's, it's always a thinking. You know, it's sometimes you're brought up, like I was brought up Catholic and I was never, I wasn't supposed to look at another religion. That was a sin. So it's your upbringing and what you hear. Sure. But ultimately it's within yourself. It's just, and p- angry, people get angry because. What they want, will say it doesn't work out. Like in your relationships, it can be health. When you see your child die of cancer or leukemia, oh. you know it's like, how hard is it then to think? You know, people lose faith, but my sense is always hope, and they'll go through it and they'll work through it, but they will come out the other side. But just to get them through that, and that's what I'd like to try and help those people to reach them in some way and help them to come to that space. If that makes, if that, if you if you can understand what I mean. Absolutely, and I, I understand it.
0: You are a Reiki practitioner, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can you help us to understand how Reiki helped you to channel your healing touch? Mm-hmm. Uh, if that is indeed what happened?
1: I suppose, how did I get into Reiki? And um, like I'm yeah. a woman that survived death, maybe not once, maybe several times. I was hit by a car. Uh, my 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 car has been totaled three times oh
0: my gosh
1: and oh. i walked out alive the last time it was hit by a big continental scan I truck oh. my seat and headrest broke an impact and i end up in like a sardine can a sardine can oh. and i walked out of that so in that was in a 3 month period my car was totaled in a 3 month period oh. within it. Oh. i know oh. it's like a, it's trauma follows me so within that 3 month period I actually attended three fatal accidents where the people died in accidents oh. similar to my own. Oh. And I was, um, I know. I'm sorry. I'm so um,
0: sorry. I'm, so, but I'm so and, glad it was you because you, you brought you brought the divine,
1: didn't you? Yeah. But yeah, I, I well, I had I, like I, I feel my life has been blessed because some of the most amazing people, like and those people that lost their lives, I was with them. And not that I wanted to be there. Even the police said, Oh my God, do you know this is going to happen? It's just, I was, they, I was put there by something greater than me. Oh. But in the last accident, and it was a very horrendous accident. And I was traumatized after it and had nightmares. So I wanted some healing for me. And if you had told me about Reiki two years before that, I'd say, I don't believe. But I went into the Reiki for myself to help heal myself. And that's how I got into Reiki. So when I worked as a nurse in my unit, uh, I worked in an acute cancer unit, a day ward. About 50% of the staff there were Reiki or Reiki masters. Oh
0: my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's, I,
1: a, that's amazing. Mm-hmm, it was. And we, our unit was wow. just fabulous. So wow. I give an example. It absolutely was a wow. Um, there was a lady who was having a bone marrow, um, an aspiration, which is a very painful mm. procedure and normally need required sedation. Mm. But I just used Reiki and held her hand Uh-oh. and she got through without a problem. So I brought that into my life. And then like now when I work with angels and stuff like that, I do angel workshops and I use Reiki healing in that. And I bring the angels to the Reiki into, again, not different people have different angels and some people are afraid of it. You know, they, there is taboos around Reiki with people, but I come from unconditional love white light and that's the way I work
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I ha- I haven't had an issue but Reiki is a very very profound ancient way of healing and it's hands-on or hands-off depending on the part of the body mm-hmm. but it's very very powerful and like um, to send distance healing like across the world and that's something I do on a regular basis with Reiki and also with my crystal uh do I'm a I'm training to be crystal master practitioner master practitioner in crystals and they have the sacred crystal wheel, which is for dispersive negativity. So I use my Reiki in combination with that to try to bring some healing to the world mm. and bring peace.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Reiki healing. Reiki healing
1: in the cancer ward. Hmm. We wow. have it in. Our, yeah. It, we have it here. I don't know if you have it in the state in Ireland. And and in the unit I worked on, it would have been an acute. Oncology unit with like pallet of beds and the clients we had, uh, in the last job I was in, um, would have been, we'd say we had, say we had 30 clients, 20 of them were never going to see home. You know, they were never yeah. going to get home. So we would, death was part of my life daily. Yeah. Very high numbers because of the type of hands we had. So Reiki and complementary therapies were very much part of, of their care. That was uh-huh. optional for them.
0: Yeah. And do people talk to you about their angels or do you talk to them about their angels when you're sitting with them? Um, or do you can, communicate non-verbally?
1: Oh, no, I talk about my angels all ah, the time. Ah, you do. Yeah yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like... Uh, oh, it's what, beautiful. Because people say to me, you're my angel, and I do tell them that's the best compliment they can give me because I consider myself an earth angel. So. Yes. One profound case, uh, a gentleman I had, and his wife is very much into angels, and I don't breach confidentiality, but she did the most magnificent painting for me. I have posted on Facebook of an angel in a garden, and it's beautiful. So I took a picture of it, and he was skeptical. Like the man would have been terminal, okay, mm. very young man. Oh, and no, when I took okay. a photograph of the picture, there was um, <sighs> wow. like a a glass dome. You could see um, you could see the angel was holding like a glass dome or a glass light in her hand. And um, when I took the picture, there was a window above her with two people looking in. When I showed it to him, he got such a shock because the image that I had taken was actually their house, part of their house. I had just took a picture of the painting. Mm -hmm. So he he still didn't believe in angels, but I was with him when he passed. Ah. And I knew exactly that was a thing that happened in my work. I would always know, have a sense of when somebody was going to pass or I'd always knew I was going to be there or they'd want me to be there. Before he passed away, he said, Bernie, they're here, I believe. That was oh. his last words to me. Oh. So he actually, and for his, his wife, was profound. Yeah. So they are angels everywhere. This is what's needed. This is what's missing out of people's life. Even the hardest, toughest people and believe me, people, have, they put things up on the page but I always come from my heart and I always tap in and and that's, they just want to know they're curious but some people have barriers up and with time they'll know but i really feel the movie's going to bring so much to people out there and it's so 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 needed
0: thank you bernadette it's profound to know that you have a guardian angel
1: absolutely
0: and more than one and more than one Yes. Now, do you have you in your radio show, which everyone is just so beautiful, Angelic Realm
1: Radio. Radio, mm-hmm.
0: uh, and then it's Bernadette Garvin on Sundays.
1: On Sundays, yeah, it's uh, seven o'clock Irish time. So it's like 1.45 New York time. Okay. 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 Yeah.
0: And 12.45 my time. Awesome. Exactly. Yeah. And, and then, but you also record the, the radio show. So
1: the radio shows are archive, live. Yeah. They're archived. So you can go back and listen to any of them. And I've had some amazing guests. I don't know if you've got the, the recently some amazing guests on there. One man called Reverend Bill McDonald, who's a Vietnam vet survivor. A man is an elderly man, but I mean, he had angelic experiences when he was in Vietnam very profound and I interviewed him and it actually he's actually kind of like my mentor now and uh, you know some most and another um, um, Diego uh, Bergman who's from Argentina and he brought out a book about my divine connection and it's all about your angel steps and stuff like that very 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 profound people that have come on the show I'm very blessed Mm -hmm. but it's on Sundays you can go back and listen to any of the archives and not just my show they have shows Monday's tuesdays thursdays and and fridays you know so it's and sunday so it's a really 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 good radio show to listen to it's
0: such a service it's such a service and i and i encourage everyone to access these archives they are so they're so from the heart and that is warrior women with angel wings coming out in july and then we have warrior women with angel wings for
1: the soul That's a follow up to that. So in the first book, I talk about my, my, my abusive relationship and my life and that. Yeah. And then in the second book will be my, more around my spirituality. So those two, um, they're like, there's, like I said, groups of women doing them. And a a lot of people that I would have come contact with, I would have referred them on to this. People who had been through a lot of trauma in their life, but needed that break. People that linked with me on Facebook who had really gone through a difficult time. And I kind of, but have you, have you thought about writing? And I referred them on. And then there's a third book. It's about the legacy, what you leave behind, or you're passing on. So that one, I think, is coming out around December.
0: I think it's brave because it's setting out. What is your mission? What is the what? What will you be doing from here on out? What is your What is your hope for your life and for the earth? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Well, mm. Bernadette, I am so happy we talked. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you Thank so you. much. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.